You are listening to the Lance J Radio Network. Paragon, Paragon 7, 7 Studios. So I'm reading this from CNBC.com. Tech billionaire Elon Musk was met with a mixture of boos and cheers from an audience at a Dave Chappelle comedy show over the weekend. The comedian bought the Tesla CEO out on the stage at a special Punchline Comedy Club event at the Chase Center in San Francisco. That's where the Golden State Warriors play. In a video shared on Twitter, the crowd can be heard jeering Musk, whose recent purchase of the social media platform Twitter has attracted criticism due to concerns about mass layoffs and looser content moderation. Now, let me let me let me get into what looser content moderation. Like they had as soon as he bought Twitter, there's like a spike in hate speech on the LGBTQ community and a spike in the utilization of the N-word. Let's be a little bit more specific, CNBC. Ladies and gentlemen, make some noise for the richest man in the world, Chappelle tells the audience. A number of audience members cheered, though there was also a loud chorus of boos. He then turns to Elon Musk and says, you weren't expecting this, were you? Sounds like some of the people you fired are in the audience. Dave Chappelle is so good on, on his feet, man. He's 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 so good with the responses. You can't you can't cancel Dave Chappelle. Like he's too funny, he's too quick, he's too witty, he's too clever. Later in the video, Chappelle says, All these people that are booing, I'm just pointing out the obvious. They have terrible seats in the stadium. <laughs> the owner of the video that posted on Twitter appears to have had their account suspended or has taken their account down with a message reading. This tweet is from an account that no longer exists. Because that's what that's what Elon Musk is about. He's all about the free speech. He's all about pandering to, to individuals that, that feel like they're impacted by cancel culture. And how unfair society has become. Cause, cause, because people are despicable enough to not want racist anti-trans, anti-LGBTQ, anti-Jewish diatribes on, 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 on public platforms. Like how dare, how dare people not want to, to be subjective to, to racism and sexism. Twitter, which laid off several communications staffers in a move to cut roughly half its workforce, was not immediately available for comment when contacted by, by CNBC. Twitter user James Yu, who said he was at the Chappelle show, tweeted a good 80 percent of the stadium was booing and Chase Center seats roughly 20,000 people. I don't I don't feel bad for for Elon Musk. I mean, it's Elon Musk. And it's funny because you can be you can be really brilliant in one area of your life. And it's just kind of a he's really a, a, a case study. On mankind and and how someone can be elite. I mean, this guy, like I said, this guy came up with the electric car. He perfected it. He created a supply chain for it. And he had the electric car out. Uh, Tesla is a is a fantastic 
car. I'm I'm pretty sure that my next car is going to be a Tesla. When gas went up to six dollars here in Cashville over the summer, I was just like, bleep that. I'm driving a a, a GCast. Now a lot of people don't know about the GCast. I don't drive the GCast day to day. That's a business car. I drive a Lance J drives a Toyota Corolla that I inherited from my mother with 300,000 miles on it. And so it's very funny because I'll pull up at the same place. I'll pull up in, in the G wagon one day and I'll pull up in the Toyota Corolla. It's like a 07 Corolla. And people are trying to figure out, is this the same guy? Like, is this his twin brother? And I say all the time, you know, I do the GCast because it's good for business. And it's good for branding, but but don't get too caught up in in what you're driving, man, and what you're wearing. I'm the same. I'm the same person. I'm the same brilliant orator. I'm the same radio superstar. I'm the same healthcare executive. It doesn't matter if I'm driving a Toyota Corolla. It doesn't matter if I'm driving a G wagon, a Porsche, a Range Rover. I'm the same person. And you out there, you're the same person too. You and your brilliance, your talents, what you bring to the table is not defined by what you're driving. You know, people can get you twisted because they see you driving one thing, they might think that you're more of a baller than you actually are. You're barely making that payment. And then they see you driving a a, a hoopty. Like Sir Mix-a-Lot, my hoopty, they see you driving a, a, a hoopty and they don't they don't really think that you're holding. They don't they don't know what's going on. That person is driving an Oldsmobile Alero, they could be a multimillionaire. And that person that that's driving a Mercedes S Class, they could just be barely scraping through. But Elon Musk perfected the the electric car and the supply chain for the electric cars had a lot of success. But getting into Twitter, that's just not his lane. Managing employees. There's a big difference between being in manufacturing where people are on an assembly line where everyone has to be there 50 hours a week and you punch a clock. I knew a lot of people that worked for GM back in the day or their parents worked for GM back in the day. Everything is is time-stamped. You're in there for your shift. You get 30 minutes for lunch. You can't be late. You don't have the leeway. Like if when I was at Blue Cross, if I wanted to take in a lunch for an hour and 15 minutes, I could. You don't want to do that consistently because you want to be at your post. But sometimes, especially in an executive role, you might have to go out and schmooze. You might have to go out and have a two-hour lunch. You're, you're talking to another executive. You're talking to a provider group. You're talking to leaders. You're going out to Fogo de Chow. You're not going to Fogo de Chow and Scottsdale and eating there in an hour. I can I can guarantee you that. But at GM in the manufacturing world is completely different. You you're on a clock. It's almost like military. Well, Twitter, that's not the same. You have you have the brilliant guys from MIT and Stanford and Northwestern and Harvard and Yale. There has to be some slack. When when he got into that role and said everybody has to come back to the office and has to sign something saying that we're going to work X hours a week in the office. I was just like, this guy is out of touch and doesn't understand, doesn't have good people advising him. He's the richest person in the world, much smarter than me, much more successful than me, contributed more to society than me. But that doesn't mean that getting into that side of tech is, is, his, is his forte. Managing people, getting strategic. And Elon Musk has a God complex. And I keep talking about him because 
it's funny him and him and Kanye West. And like I said, I'm not a I'm not a tea spiller, but these individuals who are billionaires and extraordinarily talented and rich, it's just very interesting for me to see how their minds work. Because there's a God complex. I was talking to my brother-in-law, Noah Washington, and, and my man, Al Johnson. They were talking about as being a, a pastor, a minister, when I was covering Pelk in Huntsville, which I had a fantastic time at. I should have done Pelk a long time ago. Like I, had a, I had a great time. We did, we did the game, the WAU, Oakwood Ambassadors game. And WAU beat my Oakwood Ambassadors, but... But had a great time doing the game. My man, Gene Alexis, Al Johnson, Carlin the Great. And then I had a chance to do Pelk, which is the uh, evangelism leadership conference that my school, my alma mater, the Oakwood University, hosts and did some great interviews. If, if you want to check out some of those interviews, go to Lance J Plus. But we talked about how people in the pastoral ministry can develop this God complex. And is the God complex because they are born and bred to feel that way about themselves? Or do we as parishioners make them feel like they're God? Because we go to them with all of our problems. We look up to them. We go to them for spiritual counseling. We go to them for marriage counseling. We go to them for financial counseling. A lot of times pastors, the brokest person in the room. And we go to them for financial counseling. We go to them for, for counseling on diet. <laughs> a lot of these guys are, are a taco away from being three bills. So is it the chicken or or the egg? But Elon Musk, the whole Mars stuff, the whole it's just it's just so funny that someone posted the video on Twitter on his platform, which he owns, that that he says is a bastion of free speech, and his job is to serve as 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 a pioneer in eliminating cancel culture. Until you post something that he doesn't like. And so it's just I, I just find it fascinating how how these people think. And and I talk about I talk about false prophets all the time. I don't have anything personal with Elon Musk. I'm I'm a capitalist to the core. I'm glad that he's successful and, and get money and, and all of that stuff. But there's something not right with this guy. And there's something not right with Kanye West. And that these people are so successful that they think if someone disagrees with them, there's something wrong with them. There's not a lot of accountability. There's not a lot of, of introspection. It's just people that, that believe that they are smarter, which they are, and more successful, which they are, and have contributed to society. But because of that, people feel that they, they have a free pass to treat the plebeians, the serfs, the underbelly of society, however they want, without repercussions. Paragon 7 Studios. You are listening to the Lance J Radio Network. James Lewis. You know, when he opens up the, the refrigerator and there's a head in the refrigerator where the lettuce should be, that's that's not something that, that I really like to see. I'm I'm not really into that. I'm more into the to the chase with the police and all of that. I'm not into watching people get hacksawed and dismembered and stuff like that. Like I'm I'm not interested in watching people get strangled and their body and, and the guts flushed down the toilet. I, I don't want to watch that. 
I covered my eyes. I'm sure my wife was like, man, I married, I married a chump. What's going to happen if the bad guys come into to the house for us? Are you going to cover your eyes? I'm like, no, baby, because we got, I, I got guns. Rampage, the first lieutenant of the Universal Flipmode Squad. You coming to my house, they're going to be doing a docuseries about what I did to you. It ain't gonna be no no docu series about oh well when he, well he broke into the house and 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 did these things to the to the to to Lance Day's family. This, this Netflix is gonna be doing a movie about what I do to you with the Draco. You can take that to the bank. You are listening to the Lance J Radio Network. This is James Lewis, host of the Lance J Radio Network. Many years ago, I started this show on YouTube in my downtown Seattle studio apartment. I was flat broke and had no cable or internet. Had to walk to the Starbucks roastery or Pike and Miner just to upload the show for my dozens of listeners. This is why it's so exciting to be back in Seattle on KIXI Kixie, 880 AM weekdays from 4 to 5 PM. We'll be talking sports, music, healthcare, and just a little bit of politics. I think of the 206 is my second home, and it's great to be back. It feels so good to be cared for Back up now, just a little more The feeling someone's always there Just to show how much they care The feeling you're not alone Now she's a part of your home With so much to protect each day 